Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, got a radio show because God is in the blessing business. I just happen to be a recipient. I just happen to got a couple of things right. Um, And man, his grace and mercy carries you the rest of the way. All you got to do is get a couple of things right, and then his grace and his mercy will take over. His favor, his love of you, it's its already evident. I mean, you know, because so many times we go along without even acknowledging him or conferring with him in our decisions, and, and we look up and we find ourselves in a predicament, and he always comes comes to the rescue. He always manages to show up. He's never too late. He's never one minute too late. And so uh, in light of this today, I wanted to talk to you about something. I, I, it's, it's another principle of success um, that I'd like to share with uh, everybody this morning. And once again, these are not things that you don't know or you've never heard before. These are just reminders along the way. And one of the things you have to be conscious of is Don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. See, I I have a theory. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. You know, everything changes. Nothing remains the same. Nothing. And change is inevitable. Now, you could participate in the change or you can react to the change. Are you following me? 
you can participate in the change or you can react to the change. But don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. Now, what I mean by that is this. In participating in the change or reacting in the change, there is a difference. See, if you react to the change, that means the change has occurred and now you have to make the necessary adjustments to the change. Example, the boss walks in, you think your job is good. The boss walks in and hands you a pink slip. That right there, that's a change. Now, you didn't participate in this change because you didn't ask for the pink slip, but now you got to react to the pink slip. Whenever you have to react to the change, it's an adjustment period. It almost throws you off. So change is going to come. It always does. You can participate or you can react. Or let's say your boss comes in and hands you the pink slip and you said, you know what? I've been preparing for this day. Always knew nothing lasts forever. I've been working on the sideline on the business idea I had. And I had or I had several other applications in around town. I was just holding off to see what was going on. So when they hand you the pink slip, the transition, the adjustment you make is a lot more smoother transition because now you just transition into your new business idea that you've been working on. Are you transitioning to the apps you already had in or the contacts you made? The preparation for when the day they come in and hand you the pink slip. Well, Steve, what if they surprise you with it? This is just one example I'm giving you. So, you know, let's let's not nitpick the message. So what I'm saying to everybody is don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. So many people are stuck in a rut because of your, our refusal to change. I was hell bent on a certain thing going a certain way, and this is how it was going to go. Well, that that I was thinking didn't really fit. Now, in my own personal experience, this may not be yours, but in my own personal experience, the things that I've had the most trouble letting go of was something I wanted. When I line myself up with the will of God to ask God what he wanted for me, you understand, those things came a lot more easy to me because it was in the will of God. It was what God wanted me to do too. Okay, see, what you mean by that? Okay, here we go. When things were going wrong in in relationships for me, what I did was the biggest mistake I've ever made was I attempted to fix what was wrong in my relationship outside of the relationship. Feel me? Okay. So I'm out there working my groove like I want to. Well, now guess what? There's a cause and effect for all of that too. Your house ain't going to get better. It can't. And then that leaves room for some other things. And so now when the change comes, Guess what? I got to react to it now. I got I got I got to have a reaction to it. Had I lined myself up in the will of God, the transition may have gone differently. It could have still ended the relationship, but guess what? Some of the pain I was in, I ain't had to go through. 
I bought a lot on myself. Sometimes you're pursuing a passion of yours. And what God really wants you to do is pursue your gift. So now you're pursuing your passion, right? You're passionate about golf. You love golf so much, you just determined. But now you done messed around. You ain't made it on the PGA Tour yet, and you're 45 still talking about, I'm going to play on the PGA Tour. Really? Okay. Maybe you ain't as good as this you think, or maybe you're not as gifted as you think. Maybe you're pursuing a passion. Sometimes, man, we have to change. And we have to ask God what is his will. His will is much simpler. It's a simpler road. Not going to be easier. It's simpler. See, when I wake up now, it's simple for me to wake up because I know there are a few things that I have to do. I have to click this mic on. I have to be positive. I have to be inspirational. I have to be informative. I have to be uplifting. Got it. That's what he wants. All I got to do is sit down, close my eyes, ask God to help me be who he want me to be. And for the most part, he tell me what to say. Now, guess what he's done, though, to create this in me? I went through enough things in my life. I had enough challenges. I made plenty of mistakes. So I, now at my age, I can turn around and tell somebody listening to me, okay, this is what I did. This is a mistake I made. Maybe you see yourself in this story right here. Maybe you don't have to go this way. Or this is what I've learned about becoming successful. Here's a principle that I learned. But then guess what? I had to be unsuccessful to get it, though, didn't I? So you can't have a testimony without a test. Change is coming. It's inevitable. You can participate or you can react. I much prefer to participate in the change. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it is time for it to begin. What are we talking about, Steve? That doggone Steve Harvey Morning Show. Crack it open. Pull it out. Let me have some. Ladies and gentlemen, here we is. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shelly Strawberry. Crack it open like an egg. Good morning to you, Steve. Hello, <laughs> Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, Steve? What's up, crew? What's that? King of Pranks, nephew Tommy. Crack it like a booty, baby. What it do, Steve? What happened? What? <laughs> Take two? <laughs> no. No, we're going to leave that. No, no, ain't no take two. I don't need two more. He don't need another chance. <laughs> All right, y'all, what's happening today? Okay, okay. Everybody good? Carla, you missed it. Carla's supposed huh? to stop me on that. Carla ain't say that. I did. I was just shaking my head. It's, I'm exhausted from stopping you. <laughs> yeah, this has been going on for years. Yeah. We good, Steve. How you doing today on this Thursday? You know, uh, I'm going to be stupid today, y'all. Thanks for the warning. I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know early. I'm well, we already stupid. knew. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> we'll go along. I, I, I expect nothing else. Okay, cool. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Cool. And it comes mostly without the announcement. So. <laughs> no warning. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even what you think the announcement is for. Yeah, we, we expect it. It's not that your stupidity bothers me. It's the... It's the, it's the but the timing of it. But you you don't think that's brilliant, though? No, no. It's what you said it is. 
What? See, what? you what? can't what? call it one thing and then expect it to come out as something else. Being okay. stupid is not brilliant. Yes, it is. And no, hold on, hold on. Now you're wrong right there, bro. Stupidity is 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 an art form, huh? And that's why you see, you don't you you don't get my position on this show, and that's what bothered me about you. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I ain't got no raise that I've been asking you for for the last oh, three, right. four years. I've been asking you for this, but I can't get it because you don't see what I bring. You see what I'm saying? You get a raise you, you for being stupid? You bring the stupid. I'm trying Y'all to Y'all can't you. bring that. You can't no, bring right. what I bring. Yeah, but no, let me ask you a question right. on Tommy. No, you're, you're right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we're paying you for the stupid. I'm and, bringing and, and, that. And, 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 and we getting it. Yeah. 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 But we don't want no more of it. <laughs> Why would no, we give you some more money for it? Yeah. Well, wait, Steve. You, Why are you tired that? of what I'm bringing? I don't. Why I, would you not want more of this? It's, most people don't. So <laughs> oh, it's just, y'all just want a little bit of stupid in this and then that and then and then. See, let, okay, okay, Tommy. Let me help you understand something. I like the We're tied. We're tied to your stupidity. And we definitely not gonna pay for more of what we don't want no more of. <laughs> Ooh, that was deep. See, 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 this is what Dak Prescott going through right here. See, it's just this, this what I'm talking about. I hate to break it up. I hate hold, to break hold, hold, up. Hold this on, Sheldon. Hold on, Sheldon. Before we go to break, and we're gonna go to break right after I say this right here. All right. What the hell Dak Prescott got to do with this? He a quarterback in the NFL. Ask the CLO coming up at 32 minutes <laughs> after the hour. Right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now to ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, which is Steve Harvey. Here we go. This one, Steve, is from Corey in Tyler, Texas. Corey says, I'm 20 years old, and I have a crush on a female that works with me. She's a year older than I am, and she's beautiful. I think she's way out of my league, but my mother keeps telling me to ask her out. I am good at saving money, and I want to splurge on a really good date. But with the COVID-19 restrictions, I have no clue what a good date would be. I know you always treat Mrs. Harvey like a queen but keep in mind that i don't have your budget <laughs> please Hell respond no, before i lose the courage to ask her out i love this is this the sweetest it yeah, is dog. so sweet yes he's 20 years old all right little soldier coy so listen here man the way it has to happen is uh women love this phrase right here it's the thought that counts and key word in there is count when you ain't got a lot of chips to count, you have to focus very heavily on the thought. Mm. Now, you, you, this girl that you work with, that you got this crush on, I don't know if y'all's going to work. I don't know if y'all working at the Chick-fil-A down at the drive-through. I don't know what his job is, but you can't go nowhere. It's COVID and your money is short. So let's get creative, Corey. What could you do virtually? How, how, could you do a virtual date? Let's say you get a Zoom link and you asked her, excuse me, I don't mean to be forward, but this is a simple way that I could do it. I would like to take you out just as a friend. See, let's go at it like that. I would like to show you a nice time as a friend. When you go to Zoom, Zoom has, when you go to Zoom link, you can hit 
a button that changes your background. Am I right, crew? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh huh. Because yes, Junior can. do it all the time. Yeah. Yes. You can, you can do can a background setting. You yes. can change yeah. your background. Uh-huh. So you mm-hmm. could comedically take her on a world tour. You know, man. So and just have it set up, man, where you go to the Golden State Bridge. This is creative. Then take Steve. her over to Niagara Falls. Uh-huh. And Down do it all, all, man, in about mm-hmm. fifteen minutes. Practice it at your house. Get your little backdrops right, mm-hmm. and then write some nice things. I wish I could take you here or show you this. I was just thinking about you, and this is one of my favorite places I'd like to visit. And maybe one day in the future, if you find it interesting, maybe maybe we might even could go together. But these are just wow. some things I wanted to share with you. Had a nice time with you tonight. Hey, look, have a great day. I really enjoyed this date. Thank you so much. Ooh, I like nice. it, Steve. Wow. I like that, CLO. That was player, good. Player that, that was boy. good. Yeah. Look at him scooting back from uh-huh, the uh-huh. Yeah. He dropped the mic on yeah. that one. He did. He did. <laughs> Close. Look at Close. Look at Close. CLO, look at Close. Yeah, see, if I, if I didn't have money, mm-hmm. I, I'd have to be creative. Yeah. And you said and you that's, were. And that's what I do. Oh, uh. dog. I had to think of this instantly. <laughs> that's why it ain't hard for me. <laughs> You ready? All, All right, right here's go. another one, CLO, from Shocked in the Bronx. Uh, this one says, I'm a 29-year-old man, and I've been in a relationship for four years with a beautiful woman. Recently, my girl told me that she and her best friend had a sexual relationship way before we started dating. She said they mutually decided to end it and just be friends. I'm trying to figure out why my girlfriend chose to tell me after four years, because now I'm looking back at all of the vacations and girls trips they've been on. Am I crazy to let this bother me, or is it really no big deal? Uh, the Where, best friend is a girl, in parentheses. Get in there, boy. Well, listen, you? this is not an opportunity for you to get in there, because obviously you care about this woman four years. Mm-hmm. What you just, what he's trying to grapple with, Tommy, and see, this is why we're not paying you no more money for this stupidity. <laughs> This right here, these little moments like this where somebody really crying out for help is why we're not giving you no more damn But he can money make two people stu- happy right here. Listen to me. What he wants to be happy with this. The reason she told you this is because she wanted to get it out front so you don't hear it from somebody else. Now, the only thing is, is can you accept her honesty on this moment and move forward? Now, I think the answer is yes. You can move forward. People do some things. She told you about it. I mean, you know, so you got to give her something for that. And she came forward and told it to you. And four years later, she wanted you to know. Now, you can't help but go back and think about all the girl trips. Well, you know, you wasn't there, so. Now, the question you want to ask yourself is, was this, now, you said it happened before y'all got together, not since you've been together. Now, if it's been happening since you've been together, then you have to deal with, that's cheating. Yeah, he said what way before, Steve, they So, you know, dating. way before, mm-hmm. I think, brother, you just have to uh, grapple with that fact. Everybody make mistakes. What? You're not going to meet no woman at 29 that ain't got no history. No experience. But That's what about true. the vacation and the girl trips? That seemed like that may have happened while they were dating. Well, you that's know. what I said, but he, but Carla surely cleared it up and said, he said way before. Yeah, he said so way now, before. You know, he's looking back on. But, but, I girl, he, you, but yeah, what may be saying. messing him up is since uh-huh. they've been talking, uh-huh. they went on some girl trips yeah, and he kind of tripped. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got that, Carla. So, you know, uh-huh. you have to grapple with that, dog. But <laughs> that's but, it, honestly. You know. I mean, he's got to find a way to let it go. 
Yeah. No, don't let it go. If the three of us can get together and work this out together. Oh, this is Patricia in Indianapolis. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Well, I'm the only one who wanna work it out with all of them. Because you're the only one stupid on the <laughs> all right, damn show. Let me get show. through this quickly. My marriage has been dysfunctional for the past ten years because my husband cheated three times and I forgave him each time. Now he's older and slower, so he can't do what we used to do. I still dress up and look good and go out with my girlfriends and he can't take it. Because he was so unfaithful, he accuses me of flirting with other men and dressing too sexy if I leave the house in anything other than jeans and a T-shirt. How can I show this man that I am not up to no good all the time? When we come uh, back, I have a very short and simple answer for you. Yeah, and Tommy will have a prank right after this. Oh, y'all kill a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news for today. Uh, plus, we'll talk about entertainment. Uh, and the nephew, of course, is standing by with his prank phone call. But, Steve, we wanted to get to the last CLO question uh, for you before we get to the prank. And uh, it's from this woman who's been in a dysfunctional marriage for the past 10 years because her husband cheated three times and she took him back three times. Now she says he's older and slower, but she still looks good and dresses up when she goes out with her girls. And he accuses her of cheating now. She wants to, you know, let him know that she's not doing anything. Well, see, Mm. why do you have to let him know? Hmm. That's him having to deal with his own insecurities that he created. Right. Yeah. See, a lot of times what we do sometimes is after we done messed up, we try to dump the mess up in your lap and let you deal with it. Mm. One more time, what my grandmama said. Yeah. Mm. Don't let nobody else put their trash in your trash can. Amen Mm. to that. Come on, Grandma. See, because you need room for all your mess. Yeah. Now, he cheated three times over 10 years as a dysfunctional man. Now, he old and slow. He can't go nowhere no more. He can't do it because he shot all his shots. <laughs> she took a man only time. got so many shots in the gun, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now, once you done shot your shots, you ain't got that many bullets left. All right. Now, he at the house old and slow. That's his damn problem. Yeah. He has to, because he created this situation. Stop making it your fault and stop allowing him to make it your fault. Okay. You ain't got to convince him of nothing. Well, that's his conscience eating up at him. Mm-hmm. Now, he needs therapy it. now, not you. <laughs> You're not fitting to drive me crazy because your ass is nutty. That's right. Thank you, CLO. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, nephew, time for Run That Prank Back. What you got for now, us? Now, Tommy, here, this is what we pay you for. Go ahead. <laughs> this is a good spot in the show now. Let's not act like this ain't nothing now. This Draws. is a great spot in the show. Here we go. Draws in the retirement home, Uncle Steve. That's what this is. Draws in the retirement home. Why are you just so ignorant? Draws? I don't know. Why okay, Carl, if you want it, really professional drawers in the retirement home. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Don't sound drawers. good. That don't sound good. Yeah, I drawers. like draws in the retirement home. Come on, cat dog. Hello? Yo. Oh, uh, yeah, who's this? Who is this? This is attorney David. David who? Uh-huh. All right, this is Anthony. Anthony, I was giving you a call. You used to work at the uh, uh, senior center, am I right? Yes. Okay, we got a bit of a problem here. Uh, 
Are you familiar with Miss? Yes. Yes. Older lady that 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 uh, a Caucasian lady that's here at the center. Yes. Okay. Now we got a problem. I know you retired in uh, in December, but uh, there's cleaning out her room, cleaning up her room. There's been some uh, men's underwear found here, and she's saying that it's yours. Well, then you got a problem because I don't know where the lady lives at. No, here here at the center, sir. They're claiming well, that. Then at the center. You find the ladies and men underwear said it was mine or whoever and whatever and whatever. Now, I don't waste my time with that. If you're going to call somebody, call somebody, get it straight now. But don't waste my time with you. Have a nice day. Wait just a minute, sir. I don't want to have to I don't want to have to get officials to come down there. <laughs> Hello? Yes, sir, Mr. This, this, this is the turn. Listen, I don't want I want, I want to try to do this without your wife finding out, but we need. I got a few questions I need to ask. You, tell your wife to fuck it. you, man. Don't mess with me. You're wasting my time. Come on. <laughs> Call it back, dog. <laughs> hey, this is Doris. Please enjoy the music until I answer your call. Oh, that's right. Hello? Doris, it's time. Yes. Boy, he didn't cuss us out, but he keep hanging up. So uh-huh. so I need I need you to help me out. I want you to uh, call from your phone uh-huh. and put us on three-way and say, hey, you need to talk to these people. Okay. Hello? Hello? This is Doris. Tony's right here. Um, I told him about the situation with... So I just want him to clear it up so you can stop calling him, okay? Yes, I, 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 this is a, Attorney David. Is he available where I can speak with him? Sure, hold on a second. Attorney David. Hey, who? Hello. Hello, Mr. Uh, Tony, Anthony? Yeah? Could you possibly tell me what's going on, uh, why we would find your, your underwear in Miss uh, in her room? <laughs> How you know it wasn't your underwear? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sir? I say, how I know it ain't your underwear? Sir, I don't. I didn't work here. The young, the lady is saying that it's actually your underwear that's been in her room here at the retirement home. Well, man, you got the wrong one. You know, this is a bad time to be messing with me. And where is you at anyway? Sir, I'm down here at my office right now. Well, where your office at? Do you need to come and see me? Yeah, I need to come see you. Where your office at? What seems to be the situation? Because I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a hostile. Uh, you're sounding very hostile right now, sir. Yeah, well, I'm a hostile individual. Okay. You well, calling me something about some old, old lady? You go call me about somebody. Call me something about one of you. Say, yo, yeah. Sir, you're gonna watch your tone, and you're gonna talk to me like you got some sense. Man, I ain't got to watch nothing. I'm an old man. I ain't got to do but die. I don't even pay taxes. What you want? Uh, you want to do something? You go ahead and only do it. But don't be calling my number no more. Okay. Well, I want to tell you this, sir. Yes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You have been prank phone call by your girl that's standing right there with you, Doris. You know what? I would have kicked both of y'all. <laughs> Why you do that, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> huh? Man. Man, you know, this ain't no good time for me, man. My- I don't have time, man. You messing with me. Where you at, man? Man, I'm 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 in the studio. I'm in New York City, man. Oh, New York. Well you get a chance when you're going back to the studio, you stop through Trenton. <laughs> let me let me, me holler at you for real. <laughs> <laughs> Put your
your picture on TV so I would know what you look like next time I see you. <laughs> uh, oh, man. You got, you got it, but you must don't know this woman. You got the wrong one. You, you should have had somebody else. It <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to work. <laughs> Hey, I got to ask you one more thing, Mr. Anthony. What is the baddest radio show in the land, man? Man, you know what it is. See you Harvey morning, show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, peace, man. <laughs> I did that right there. You better pop your that. collar, huh? Boy, you are that, the king of pranks. That, that, that ought to be getting a raise. Ought to be getting a raise. <laughs> We've talked about that. <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in today's entertainment news, Megan Thee Stallion was shot in the foot early Sunday morning when she and Tory Lanez were pulled over, and uh, he got arrested for gun charges. Megan wanted to set the record straight. She said, on Sunday morning, I suffered gunshot wounds as a result of a crime that was committed against me and done with the intention to physically harm me, according to TMZ. Now, Megan does not say who pulled the trigger, but she wants to make it clear that she did nothing wrong. She adds she was never arrested. The police officers drove her to the hospital where she underwent surgery to remove the bullets. She says she's incredibly grateful to be alive and that she's expected to make a full recovery. She's currently focused on her recovery so she can return to work and her life and making music as soon as possible. Wow. That's okay. A lot going on it was right a cu- there. couple of versions, a couple of different things about that story, about some glass. Is, she stepped on some glass. Or, yeah. It was but, some different stuff. So yeah. she went But it, that's what air. she said at first, but now. But she's I'm, saying, oh, wait a minute. She was in a car? Uh huh. Yes. And the police yes. pulled them over. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. She got shot in the foot. They ain't saying who did it. Yeah, they, they're they yeah. not saying who did but it. But they were at a Four party. Shots. Yeah, they were at a party. They Four were shots Kylie actually Jenner's. Fired. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, they left a pool party from Kylie, Jen- Kylie Jenner's house. It's a little bit more to this. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it'll come out. I'm sure it'll come out. Yeah, I can help you mm. with who what? shot you in the foot if you just tell me who was in the damn car. Well, we Tory Lanez was in there. <laughs> uh-huh. Who well, you know person. who did it? So if it's it was rapper, five people in the a, car, you yeah. could you could de- you could depict who did it. It ain't but two people in the the front. What? Mm -hmm. In any damn car. (laughs) It's two people in the front. You can't get shot in your foot from the back seat. (laughs) It's something else to this, though. (laughs) They'll get to the bottom of it. That's actually real. I hope she's okay. Y'all, whoever was driving, (laughs) whoever was the other person in the front Uh shot you in the foot. I think she was in the front. Or you shot yourself, one or the other. No, she didn't shoot herself. She just said, a crime was perpetrated against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. they wanted to bring physical harm to her. She said. Let's say yeah. it's five people in the car. Oh, let's okay. not. Let's no, I'm just saying. <laughs> at max, speaking, five uh, people in the car. With people that got money, max is five people. Mm-hmm. Right. You ain't never no more than two people in no front seat of no car no more. We don't have bench seat cars no more. So now it's three people in the back, packed. 
to deuce and a quarter of them catacombs. <laughs> yeah, ain't no more of them. Let, Electric um, 225. Um, yes, we have one, too. Electric 225. Ain't none of that. Ain't, ain't no Fleetwoods with the big seat all the way So now, who, whoever, you in the front El seat. Megan Stallion ain't in the back. Uh-uh. The fine chick ain't ever got to ride in the back. Yeah. In no damn car. She the biggest star in the car. The star don't get in the back unless she the only one back there. I'm unless just telling you, Ferd. About uh-huh. stars. <laughs> now, whoever was in the front seat shot her. Okay. <laughs> unless somebody came over to the car window when they was backing out the driveway, which is another thing rich people don't do no more. They loop round. You know what? <laughs> I cannot. If you With was at a pole you got to back out. <laughs> Them the driveways I learned how to drive in. In and head, back it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Thank you Don't for that insight, Steve. We got to get out of here. So oh, your interpretation. I'm right, Carolyn Mason. Please, let's go to Miss Ann I'm right 48 now. hours. I'm Carolyn Mason. I can work this out. Don't let me have to call your mama. <laughs> let me see your Ladies nails. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Guys, and good morning, everybody. Uh, this is Antrip with the news. A national walkout to protest police brutality and racism is reportedly planned for next Monday, this coming Monday, uh, July 20th. According to the Associated Press, the protest will take place in over 25 cities as part of a series of social justice events organized by a coalition of labor unions and police reform groups, including the thousands of airport, fast food, nursing home, and rideshare workers. They're all joining in. The walkouts to last for a little over eight minutes. Okay? Okay, eight minutes at the length of time that now a former white cop named Derek Chauvin grinded his knee into poor George Floyd's neck and it's being called the strike for black lives. That's on Monday. Three class action lawsuits filed yesterday in Philadelphia accusing that city of using military level force against peaceful protesters during recent demonstrations against police brutality. And the suits alleged that both protesters and bystanders were injured by all of it. During an interview earlier this week with Nora O'Donnell on the CBS Evening News, President Trump said more white people than blacks have died at the hands of cops in the U.S. You said George Floyd's death was a terrible thing. Terrible. Why are African Americans still dying at the hands of law enforcement in this country? And so are white people. So are white people. What a terrible question to ask. So are white people. More white people, by the way. More white people. While the president is right, He's also wrong. Federal statistics show that, yes, more white people die at the hands of the police. However, that doesn't take into account the differences in population. According to the Census Bureau, white people constitute 76% of the U.S. population, yet blacks only make up 13%. So Harvard researchers say that one out of every 1,000 black men can expect to die at the hands of a policeman. And according to a federal study, black people have a death by cop fatality rate that is 2.8 times higher than white people. The governor of uh, Oklahoma has now tested positive for COVID-19. Kevin Stitt announced a diagnosis yesterday. The 48-year-old Republican believes he's the first governor in the nation to contract the virus. Oklahoma Watch says that even as Stitt worked with contract traces on Tuesday, he was still not wearing a mask. The federal government has carried out its first execution in nearly 20 years. 47-year-old uh, Daniel Lee Lewis put to, get, put to death yesterday in a federal prison in Terre Haute, Indiana, convicted of killing a family in Arkansas in the 19- 1990 is part of a plot to create a whites-only nation in the Pacific Northwest. And today is Global Forgiveness Day. I'm sorry. Are you sorry? So 
We forgive you. Now, back, man, no, I don't. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, President Trump visited Atlanta, uh, I think that was yesterday, to talk about ways to streamline big infrastructure projects. Uh, the president spoke at the UPS airport hub. He also praised Governor Kemp's reopening plan. Governor Kemp's reopening plan. Uh, the city of Atlanta has a mandatory mask policy. So while Georgia's Republican governor was happy to welcome President Trump, Atlanta's mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms said on an appear- on an appearance at uh, MSNBC, "Well, Donald Trump is actually violating the law as he stands on our tarmac without a mask, and the city of Atlanta owns and operates Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. That is a busy." airport in the world and in Atlanta and our city uh, controlled assets we have a mandate that you should have on a mask so she's saying the president was breaking the law mm. Mm. but uh, he wasn't cited or anything uh, uh, drop the <laughs> mic <Boom. Yeah. laughs> no one went up to him and arrested him or <laughs> okay because I was Steve? unaware I was unaware of the law <laughs> So you have your mask on so, now. Now, nah, what I'm not going to do is break the law. <laughs> That's right. Atlanta. <laughs> so the I'm president. doing my show uh-huh. in the mask. <laughs> Say something mask else. It. I said you know, I'm doing my show in the mask. It's pretty clear. I know it yeah. is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty clear. Because yeah. this is a special mask. Oh. What's so special about special it? Uh-huh. They only made uh, 40, 42 of these. Okay. Okay. And, uh, so they only made 42, but how, how is, is it that, that it's so what clear that we can hear you so well? Well, because it's special made. I, you know, I don't want to tell y'all this on the air. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. It's, it's, is it Tom Ford or something? What is it? Oh, you see it. Oh, oh. He said, you Tom, see it. Are, are you serious? Is that Tom Ford? It's really Let cute. Let me Anthony Brown on your ass. <laughs> on the Zoom. On the air. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Steve here we go. is Let me zooming see his face. <laughs> <laughs> Where look we can only see on his, his eyes. You see that down the center? Oh, you look just look at like that. Winton. Uh-huh. You see what down the center? Of the yeah, mask? I see it. Watch, 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 watch. Lean down, Steve. Lean back. Right there. Mm-hmm. See it? I see it. Nope. Yes. That's oh, I Tom see it. Ford. Uh-huh. Oh, the logo. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 it's a designer mask. Oh, okay. rich ass mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's your uncle. <laughs> That's flawed. Oh, my God. And that, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't think she meant indoors while you're working, Steve. I think she means outside. Oh, in so I don't public. have to wear it in? No, sir. Well, I'm in, in the Atlanta. studio by yourself. Oh, I'm in the studio by myself. My right. wife don't let nobody in here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you right now, though, I ain't seen nobody. <laughs> it's, it's, getting, it's getting a little difficult. <laughs> Getting All a right, difficult uh, in here at the you, Harvey House. You can, oh, you can take it off, doors. Steve. It's getting very difficult over here. Mm, Coming I up love at 34. You, but damn. <laughs> wow. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, Nick Cannon now is firing back at Viacom CBS. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, Nick Cannon is firing back now at Viacom CBS after the network dropped him for making anti-Semitic comments. And he claimed that the network is being divisive and not him. He's saying it's the network. Nick did apologize to the Jewish community, and he is demanding that Viacom CBS give him his rights to while and out. Nick wrote, I birthed one of the most creative, longest-running hip-hop programming in television history. While and out, Nick went on to say, I created a billion-dollar brand. Based on trust and empty promises, my ownership was swindled away from me. Nick went on to say, for Viacom to be so deceptive is no surprise. They've been underpaying talent on their biggest brands like Love & Hip Hop, all of BET programming, and of course, While and Out. Anyway, uh, Diddy wants Nick to uh, join up with his cable channel, Revolt TV, and make uh, it his new creative home. And uh, Diddy said, Revolt is truly black-owned. We got your back. Wow. Mm. There's a lot in that statement. I, well, I at least he apologized. Nick, man. I hope Nick can bounce back. I really do. But wow. Yeah. I mean, we I mean, uh, yeah, Nick we, and I mean, fans, I, I for pull sure. for all brothers, man. Make a mistake, do this, do that. I'm, I'm pulling for brothers. Let's, I, I let's do too, it. man. I just say. Especially Nick. <laughs> Be talented, hey man. man. That's a talented brother. You just say something to young people. And this is Uncle Steve talking, who has been at this for a very long time. Very long time. Uh, my father-in-law, Bubba Bridges, he says all the time, just because you can say something doesn't mean you should say something. I got that we live in the Fifth Amendment, the freedom of speech or whatever that First amendment, amendment is. Uh, First Amendment, whatever one it is. Fifth is when you plead the fifth or whatever. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, I've I used do. them all. Is that what I say? I, I, <laughs> and I've tried me. pleading the fifth uh-huh. in court uh-huh. and went straight to jail. <laughs> uh, so I've seen it not work. Uh, I got that we live in a freedom of speech country, but it's not truly free, y'all. It's truly not free. Not for us. The only person that actually has total freedom of speech is President Donald Trump. He can say anything he want to and can't nobody do a damn thing with it because you can't indict a sitting president. The rest of us fall under the guise of you can't say what you want to say. Now, I hope Nick can come back from this too. Yeah. Uh, uh, but listen to me, y'all. On, on your comeback trail, you 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 can't keep firing at the people that, and you're trying to get back in the game. I appreciate Diddy for making his platform available, right. but if Nick is in a fight for, if he got swindled out of a. Uh, Wilding out. Wilding out. By Ownership. CBS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's saying he created it. Yeah. It's I don't his. know that you can take it over to revolt. Mm-hmm. Now, Nick is a very, very uh, talented guy. Oh, yeah. So he can go over there and take something over there. But do you think Create the Wilding Out else. brand, yeah, yeah. is going to go on revolt? I just uh, wish, man, listen to me, y'all, and we got to be conscious of the climate that we're in. Yes. Because everybody looking to get their feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that. I thank God for Carla Pharrell and Shirley Strawberry and Monica Bonds who monitor and, and, and me. And nephew Tommy. Oh, no. They have to stop your ass, too. 
On a no. regular. The ladies all the time. monitor <laughs> us all the time. You know, cut cut our mics off, hit our cough button, all kind of stuff. <laughs> you get Cause, mad. Oh, yeah, man. Because we over here clowning. Yes. <laughs> you get hey, it now? Hey, hey, hey. You get that it? ain't funny. <laughs> That, that, that ain't that funny. It's funny to me. Well, it ain't finna be funny to them. And so, you know, I just think that in this climate, we have to be very, very conscious. You know, I think Nick is an extremely talented guy. He sure is. He sure. can work on multiple platforms. Yeah. You know. I mean, wilding out, who doesn't love it? The mass Singer, come on. Yeah. He apologized to the Jewish community for what he said. And uh, we'll see how this pans out. But, Wow. All right, coming up next, Nephew uh, here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, it's my strawberry letter for today. Uh, The subject, this is a good one. The subject is my children's mama or my sugar mama. Okay. There's a difference twixt the two. Yeah. Figure that one out. Okay. But right now, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to be stupid. We know. Welcome to the stupid university. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all ain't ready for this, man. What is it? Man, let me tell y'all something, man. If you got a seatbelt, put it on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you, if you, I don't know. Let's see, what else can you put on other than a seatbelt? Seatbelt, uh, if your kids got a car seat in the back, you know, lock that in. Make that lock, lock all that in there. Okay. Uncle uh-huh. Steve, this right here is Lester Tucker. That's what <laughs> oh. this is. Oh, right now, though. Me. Let me kiss me. Is this the climate for Lester Tucker? Are you sure? Oh, this going to be the climate for Lester Tucker. What's wrong with the climate? Y'all think it's a little too... I'm not talking about the literal weather. (laughs) It's a little too testy. Okay, well, guess what? We're supposed to run it right now. (laughs) Play it, cat dog. Play it right now. Hello? Uh, Yes, I'm trying to reach uh, Lester Tucker. This is Lester Tucker. All right, Mr. Tucker, how you doing? This is our uh, Curtis Watkins, Soul Brother Number Nine. I'm with the BP of A, and uh, Who? the BP of A, Black People of America. What the? Okay. Well, listen, we are uh, we doing a survey today. We calling uh, a lot of white households, and we're trying to figure out uh-huh. have y'all been using the N word in your house, and if you have, the- how many times are you using the N word on a daily basis in your house? The N word. What? What kind of f- survey is that? I don't use the N word in my house. I got youngins. We don't do that around my house. Have you been using the N-word at your job? Oh, hell no. I, what kind of survey is this? Oh, no, back the hell up. What did you just say? You got what at your job? I got black. What the f- Look, what business is this of yours if I use the N-word? I pay the rent in this f- trailer. The organization. I say the N-word if I want to say the f- N-word. Hey, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, brother. Now, look. No, you wait a f- minute. You called me. Hey, hey, let me explain something to you, sir. We're do- all, all we're doing. All we're doing is a survey. Now I will tell you this: we do have surveillances at your place, and we will be trying to figure out if you. And my trailer. We we will be t- dictating. Uh, uh, we will be trying to figure out if you're you, using the N word. Let me tell you something. Let me tell. You, if I won't say the N word, I say the N word. I don't want to say it. If I find some surveillance in my trailer. I will come and kick your black people's association. This, you hear me? You this, know who you with? 
Uh, this you Lester Tucker, ain't you? You got right. I'm Lester Tucker. Well, I'm Why with... you want to know how many times I say, say the N word? We're trying to get a survey on it, sir. That's what we're trying survey to survey my. You just trying to start some. I'm with. I'm Curtis Walking with Black People of America. I don't what... give a hell. I don't give a who you are, Curtis Walking. Sir, why are you calling my house? Cur sir, I'm just here to ask: Have you been using it, and have you been using it at your job? What did I tell you? I don't use it in my house because I got kids. I don't use it at the job because I got black people that work for me. Okay, I don't want to run them off by calling them names. Okay, well, when you go down to the club by yourself, are you guys in there using it? Now, come on now, be honest with me. Are you guys in there using it? Man, let me tell you something. I don't know what the f about, but it sounds to me like you said, look, I got black neighbors, all right? I ain't, I ain't like that. I ain't like that. Okay, well, let me ask you this. When, you just, when it's just you and them, them good old boys, when it's just y'all, are you using that N-word? Well, let me ask you this. When it's just you and your and your hoodlum little buddies, do you, you know what I mean, what the, what the hell do you call white people? You, you use the word? I have not used the word, sir. Oh, why do why you use the I, I want to get, like I told you, I don't know who the hell you are. Sir, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the survey here. I'm, you I don't survey. survey my all right? Why were white people of America? How about that See, we can't have a own association. Oh, hell no. You calling me up, calling me asking Okay, uh, I just got one more thing to tell you. Are you familiar with Williams? Yeah, he works for me. Well, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by Williams. <laughs> you all right, man? You got kind of riled up, man. Well, man, you wait till, you wait till I see that, brother. He told me, he said, he said this white guy is going to go off. He said, trust me, he does not use the N-word, but just act like he's been using it, and he's going to go the hell off. You wait till I see that, man. That <laughs> some owes me money anyway? <laughs> hell, you wait till I see that. <laughs> All right, Lester, calm down. I got to ask you, man, what's the baddest radio show in the land? Let me tell you, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you know how I know? Because huh? them black guys that work for me have that <laughs> playing every morning in my company truck. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, baby. Wow. What's wrong, Carla? Carla, it don't fix the climate of what we in right now. My nerves are bad. I know. <laughs> I can't with you. You play way too much. I mean, you just... Can you draw the line anywhere? I, I drew the line, and then I called Lester Tucker. What? But you went see, over the edge. But see, okay, he, well, it's he, the BPA call. It's the Black People Association of America. No, oh, you took that line from your uncle, that lesson from your uncle. You don't, how do you know when you go over the edge unless you go over it? You got to go there. <laughs> and that's what you did. Yeah. It's the BPA, baby. It's the Black People Association of America. I love Lester, though. That was my dude right there. <laughs> he had a good spirit, thank no, God. Because he was cool. You know, yeah. he, he, he was real. He was all right with mm -hmm. it. Yeah, he was yeah. real. He uh, was I real paid rent in this here trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I say what I want to say. Let me ask you something. Your little hoodlum, hoodlum friend, what they call white people? Huh? Huh? What, what about that? Yeah. Oh, uh, but we can't well, have we do no. White... I'm from the Association of White People. Oh, no. We can't have that, can we? <laughs> Boy, he, Ooh, touchy, he understood race relations mm -hmm. perfectly. Yeah, oh, my <laughs> he did. Oh, oh my man, goodness. how do you come up with this crazy stuff, Tommy? Oh, okay, okay, sure. Check this out. So this is. Let me tell you what I just, I just, I just put this down. 
Oh my uh-huh. God, let me show it to you. Check this out. Here go my here go my next list right here, y'all. Y'all tell me if y'all like this, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, um, that's what I got coming up. Come on, Tommy. Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Uh, this is called no no. I'm with the Triple uh, A Bell Bonds. Eric asked me to call you to help uh-huh. pay his fifty thousand dollar bonds. I'm gonna need you to bring five K in the morning. When should I expect y'all? That's 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 that. This a dude in jail. I'm working uh-huh. on that prank. Y'all ain't ready for that one, okay? Okay. Uh, why would how you about prank? this one right here? But why would you do that? It's crazy. Hold why would he do these, any of these pranks? These are good <laughs> pranks right here. Check this out. I overheard you give your number to the clerk at the store, so I decided to call you. What you doing? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you try to holler at the clerk at the store. <laughs> Say, man, you overheard my number. And okay, now watch this. One. Watch this. One. Watch this. One. So I got somebody that gave me this information right here. It's a per- it's a it's a it's a guy that work at the um he work at the pet store. All right, I call this bird talk. Um, I'm gonna call the pet store and ask him, can I speak to one of the parrots? All right, and that's gonna determine if I want to buy the bird or not. I need to speak to the parrot. Can you put the parrot on the phone? <laughs> y'all don't y'all the Tommy working over here, right? That's cute. <laughs> that's okay. I like that one. Does it keep you up at night? Do you think of this stuff at night? Apparently, I wake up and text myself uh-huh. and make sure I got my Wait stuff. A minute, you together. do what? You wake up and do what? I text myself. Text. You don't talk to you? Y'all, y'all, y'all don't see the stupidity shining through here. What? What? If you don't text you, who gonna talk to you, fool? Wow. All right, look. Just let um, that marinate. Let it hang yeah. out there. Let it... <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. We gotta go. Coming up, strawberry letter next. Mm. Subject, my mm. children's mama or my sugar mama. Uh, we'll mm. get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, (laughs) right now. Mm. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Uh, (laughs) Subject, my children's mama. Or my sugar mama. Dear Stephen Shirley, I love my wife very much, and she is the mother of my children. But I have another woman. My wife is very beautiful and smart, but she doesn't submit to me like my mistress does. My wife wants me to be the man of the house all of the time, and when I ask her for help on certain things, she huffs and puffs. I just want a partnership with her and raise our children together. My other woman is older and loves catering to me like she is my personal assistant. It's so good with this older woman, I'm starting to wonder if I'm falling in love with her or if I'm just in love with all of the attention. I told my mistress that I am not leaving my wife and she doesn't seem to care. My wife had my phone looking for our plumber's number and she ran across a text from my mistress. I told her she is one of my real estate clients. My wife would never suspect anything and she doesn't question me. If she found out about my mistress, I'm sure I could explain it so that she wouldn't think anything was going on because this lady isn't my type at all. I'm in it for the way she's always uh, making me feel. She makes me a priority and treats me like a, a king. 
She buys me expensive gifts and she freely gives me money. I love that she enjoys cognac and cigars with me and has a passion for classic cars. She is the ideal sugar mama. The sex is great and feels so natural with her that I can't imagine why this woman is single. I'm not under any pressure to stop seeing this woman, but I know it's wrong. I am happy at home and I'm happy with my mistress, so I would have a hard time choosing between the two. Should I make a choice now or ride this out? Please help. Please help. With what? What do you want us to help with? That's what I'm confused about here. Wow. You already know. You all, You already know. I mean, wh- what do you want Steve and I to do at this point? You, you have all the answers. Morally, you know this is wrong. You're married. You have children. Okay. Uh, you're cheating. You're lying. You're using the sugar mama because she gives you attention. You're taking money from her. You know, she smokes cigars with you and all of that. You're, you think you might be in love with her the second is great. Uh, You're critical of your wife because she doesn't uh, submit to you and uh, because she wants you to be the man of the house all the time. Hello? (laughs) I don't understand that one. But um, so so this makes her a bad wife because those are her requirements. All right. uh, I think you, sir, I, I think you have a problem because you just want women to to just to serve you and cater to you? I mean, who are you that you deserve that? What what are you doing? But you have a good wife. You said she was beautiful and smart. You have children, but you're cheating on her. You don't even deserve her, let alone uh, a sugar mama. And you're, you think you might have to decide between the two. If we tell you to leave the sugar mama alone, you're not going to do it because what? The sex is great and she does all these wonderful things to you. You don't really want anything from us uh, unless you want us to tell you to stay, stay in it because you're happy with both of them you don't want an answer from us i mean really you're just wasting our time right now seriously you are steve you know what shirley i everything you said is spot on i mean you know dude really did you write us just so you could brag about your situation <laughs> you, you just want to tell it to somebody because obviously man this is something you can't keep to yourself because where in here did you ask for help where in here do you even see a problem? See, all you did was send us a letter that to justify what you doing. And it don't add up, dog. Damn, man, it's dudes like you, man. See, bro, I don't know what you thought I was supposed to say to you, but it's dudes like you that make it hard for other dudes, man, that's trying to do right. Mm-hmm. Or, or out there just trying to trying to get it together. My wife is very beautiful. She's the mother of your children, but I got another woman. Okay, right here. Now, you starting to, women are starting to develop a hate for you, but let me show you where you made sure they hate you. <laughs> my wife is very beautiful and smart, but she doesn't submit to me like my mistress does. Right there, they mm-hmm. hate your ass. Mm-hmm. Every woman listening to this hates your ass right now. <laughs> the hell I you mean, right. dog? <laughs> She's very beautiful and smart, but she don't submit to me. Yeah. Dog, every you? woman, you you just lose. You, so, well, you stupid, man. <laughs> My wife wants me to be the man of the house all the time. Well, what, you want some days off? Yeah, what, what is that? Dog, you don't, you don't get days off from this here. Okay. This thing called manhood, man, you got to wear it. Mm. 
it's yours. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't want to be the man at the house all that damn time, well, how many days off you need? Because she got to be the wife and the mother. She don't get no days off from that. Right. Oh, man, come on, dude, I right here. And that. when I ask her for help on certain things, she huffs and puffs. I just want a partnership with her and raise our children together. That ain't what marriage is, dog. <laughs> so you got to figure some stuff out. You, you got to sit down and talk. You got to listen. You got to hear some stuff you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. You got to let some stuff go you don't want to let go of. That's what marriage really is. My other woman is older and loves catering to me. Like, she's my personal assistant. You, what, do, do you, what? you have a male or a bride? <laughs> what? What, what? What, what did you send for and she showed up in a box? <laughs> like, she's my personal assistant. Oh, dog. Hold it right there, Steve. I know you, you have You should have called temp service and married somebody down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hell well, you think? We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hours. Today's subject my children's mama or my sugar mama? <laughs> we'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. This crazy letter. Subject, my children's mama or my sugar mama? <sighs> this fool and wrote in. <laughs> you know, just that, this letter stupid from time it start off, man. I love my wife very much. She's the mother of my children, but I have another woman. The hate for you began right here (laughs) by all the women listening to this letter. Then you seal the deal. My wife is very beautiful and smart, but she don't submit to me like my mistress does. Ew. (sighs) That did it right there. Ew, ew, ew. See, brother, let me explain something to you. Nothing you write in this letter after this can bail you out of the situation you just created (laughs) in paragraph one. I'm telling you, partner. (laughs) See, fellas, and I want fellas to listen to this, man. This is, my father taught me something. He said, son, listen to me. When a fool is talking, stay there and listen carefully. I said, daddy, why should I listen to somebody that's stupid? He said, son, listen to me. Don't walk away. Because what you gonna learn is what not to do and what Mm. not to say. Just okay. stay there and listen. He, mm-hmm. A fool can teach you a lesson. So a fool wrote this letter. Every time I ask her something, she huff and puff. I just want a partnership with her and raise our children together. A partnership and raise your kids. Dog, you have to talk to your wife. You have to compromise. You have to hear stuff. You have to listen to stories you don't want to listen to. You got to go places you don't want to go. Why are you, you rubbing your in, face <laughs> while dog, you're you saying this? You got to sit in the dress room. You're going to buy stuff you don't feel like buying. She gonna yes. spend some money. Ain't gonna say nothing to you about it. I, it's all yes. this has got to happen. Uh-huh. That's what marriage is. My other woman is older and loves catering to me like she's my personal assistant. Now, if you thought they hated you, <laughs> in paragraph one, <laughs> the, it, the letter has now turned into they want to join together and kill you. <laughs> kill it's kill women is looking at you like you stank ass. <laughs> It's so good with this older woman. I'm starting to wonder if I'm falling in love with her or just in the love all the attention. I told my mistress I'm not leaving my wife, and she don't seem to care. Now, I know why that is, So, and I'm going to show you. We're going to come back to that. My wife had your phone looking to our plumber's number. She ran across a text from mistress. I told her she's one of my real estate clients. My wife would never suspect anything, and she doesn't question me. If she found out about my mistress, I'm sure I could explain it so that she wouldn't think anything was going on because this lady isn't my type at all. Bam, right there. That's Mm -hmm. the key to this whole thing. 
Huh? She is his type. He's yeah, there. you with her? Uh-huh. No, she's actually perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> you full of it, and she is too. It's a match made in heaven. But, dog, let me tell you how much you into this chick. Because she nice. makes you a priority and treats you like a king. She buy me expensive gifts, and she freely gives me money. Who do this? User. <laughs> Who do this except somebody trying to hold on to somebody else? Ah! Mm. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example of this. Ah! Mm-hmm. Buy Marjorie expensive gifts. Yes, I freely (laughs) give her money. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because I'm trying to keep her. (laughs) Now, that ain't what this is really about, you know. But you, dog, she trying to keep you. I'm Mm -hmm. in love with my wife. I'm mad. I took some vows. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get to the tape with this one. You sitting up in here, man, acting like you, like, like, like you, you just got options. But she ain't your type, though. Mm. Well, whose type are you? There's nothing wrong with his wife. But see, that's why every woman hates you. I love that she enjoys cognac, cigars with me, and got a passion for classic cars. What woman? You this is this is treasure trove. You found the greatest woman to ever live. Alive, alive. Where is she? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Cigars, cognac, classic cars. Yeah, I like cars. Don't you tell me she likes sports. (laughs) Boy, don't you tell me she want to go to the fight. (laughs) Don't you tell me. That she don't give a damn if you don't brush your teeth for a couple of days. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. You what? boy, you finna make me cry. <laughs> Wait a minute. She let you get in the bed without taking a shower? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> boy, where did you find this woman? See, <laughs> dog. She's the yeah. ideal sugar mama. The sex is great, and it feels so natural. And I can't imagine why this woman is single. I, I'll give you a couple of reasons why she's single. Number two, number one, she dating you. Mm-hmm. Number two, most men don't like women with cigar breath. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Number, that's true. Number three, true I don't statement. want a woman with all that in common with me. I won't do something by myself. I don't want my wife to like sports. I won't watch sports with my boys. Okay. I don't want my wife to play golf. I won't go by my damn self. <laughs> that's why your ass is single. <laughs> she do real. too damn much. All right, Steve, thank you. And Calm don't write down. us no more with this ignorant-ass letter. Yeah. All right, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. I don't give a damn what you do. Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. One and only. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Uh, Steve Harvey, that's, that's the same music I play for Junior when he come in the bedroom. 
What? What's the applause and the whistles? Wait, no, nah, wait. wait. You, you doing a lot? You doing? What? That? Listen, I, hey, I stand strong in mine. Man, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> You're pretty darn girl. strong. Hey, before I start telling all my business, Steve, uh-huh. I, I need to talk to you. I'm kind of frustrated. Let me tell you why I'm kind of frustrated. Is because I think, you know, back in the civil rights movement of the 50s and 60s, you know, we had more discipline. We had a focus in what we was doing right. So now you got, let me tell you a couple of things that I'm frustrated on. Okay, so we the black people that can succumb, black and brown people succumbing uh, to the COVID, right? To COVID-19, right? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. But we talking about we ain't going to wear no mask, everything. so when we start doing what Trump say. Because Trump said he ain't going to wear no mask. He said he don't believe in it. When we start talking like that, when we start listening to him, we got to look at decisions that we got to make that our life depend on it. You, you see what I'm saying? The reason I don't follow Trump is because I'm trying to go to heaven. <laughs> well, well, Steve had his mask on on the show earlier, yeah. Cheryl. You and he's in there by himself. Yeah, yeah it is. told all us in Atlanta to wear masks. That's right. Who so did? I'm sitting up here at Keisha Mayor, 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 uh, Mayor Bottoms. Yeah, that's my girl. I love Sir Keisha love Lance Bottoms mm-hmm. as the mayors. I love plural, all of mayors. us. The I love her. And that sister is talking the real talk. We got some good mayors out there, some good governors out there. But we are not doing as a people. I think we just, now, now black folk, you're going to get mad. Get mad at Cheryl Underwood. Don't get mad at Steve Harvey. Don't get mad at uh, Carlos, Sherless, uh Thomas. Don't get mad at them. You know, and Junior okay, is now, if you in say an undisclosed crazy, location. Yeah, I get mad at me. I just want you to know I'm finna denounce you publicly. Okay, so I'm just ahead. saying, get mad Please, at me. Sir. I believe we get distracted. Kanye talking about he done re- filed paperwork. He mm-hmm. on the ballot in Oklahoma. Then, then you start to have people comparing. Well, if you don't vote for Kanye, you anti this, you anti. Stay focused. What yeah. gets Trump out of office? Stop getting right. all in the weeds and Joe get distracted. Biden. There it hey, is, hey, hey, right hey, there. Girl. Stay in the basement, Joe. But this is oh, the other what... thing that's bothering me. We so distracted on other things, but nobody's talking about. And I'm going to close with this. The census numbers is low. Keep your eyes on the prize. That's right, Don't girl. get distracted. Don't don't follow something just because it's trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Forget suppression. I'm about to cuss. That's I'm right, Cheryl. That's right. And Forget suppression. It is, go. it is fraud. It is fraud. I got to go show the strawberries because right I got some hot baby oil on the stove. Okay. I'm coming, Junior. Do Thank you, you Cheryl. Hi. Coming up, what? Cheryl. Waxing. <laughs> Carla's what? reality update right after this. Is it this. a pot, Tommy? Is it a pot? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Tommy, let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's get to it. Come on, she's here. He right here. That's my sister. She live here. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. It's Carla Farrell with what? Reality update. All right, so thank stupid. you, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> nephew. All right, here we go. She live here. She lives here. So we got reality stars fighting for social justice, d- doing good work. Mm-hmm. Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta, love and hip hop star Yandy Smith, along with civil rights activist Tamika Mallory, and about 87 or so other demonstrators were among those who were locked up at the Louisville Metro Corrections. This was Tuesday evening in Louisville for protesting outside the home of Kentucky's Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Uh, wow. The protest was in demand for 
the arrest of the Louisville Metro police officers involved in the shooting mm-hmm. of shooting death of Breonna Taylor back in March. Now, Portia and Yandy have been released from custody, but none of the three Louisville police officers involved Nothing. in Breonna Taylor's killing have been arrested or charged with anything. Wow. I'll call it. Okay. Hold on. Let me ask you for a quick second. Have they been fired? One. One, one has been officer. fired out of how many people were on that three. property that night? Three, three. people. Three people. So one out of three officers. has been fired. Yes. Nobody's been charged anything. No. Wow. No. No. So check this out, though, Tommy. So now that you bring that up, so now the protesters, Portia Williams, Yandy Smith, uh, Tamika Mallory, uh, there were others that were there. But don't you find this, and I'm sure they do, they find it ironic that they have felony charges to potentially fight, but the cops right. who did have the nothing. actual killing mm-hmm. are still free, roaming mm-hmm. free, of Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor. This so say true. her name, Breonna, Breonna Taylor. Taylor. That's right. We are still fighting for justice. So shout out to reality stars Portia Williams and Yandy Smith. I wanted to spotlight Front that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on reality. They're trying they- to get their story together, man. That's all they're doing. Well, they're trying to get their story up. Or whatever little piece of piece of something they you trying mean to the take police? together. The yeah. police are. That's all yeah. you can, that's all they doing. Yep. Yep. And moving on, uh quickly, Married to Medicine, Los Angeles, the season finale. We kind of talked about it last week. Shanique is ready to get things going with her uh realtor business. And she kind of met with celebrity realtor. I like him, Josh Altman. Do you guys watch oh, yeah. Million Dollar uh-huh. Listing? Oh, that's yeah. my my husband uh-huh. loves that show. That's one uh-huh. reality show he likes. <laughs> and uh he kind of broke it down to her and telling her what she needs to do to really be a huge, successful you know, realtor mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Britain, she realized that it's time for her son to start sleeping in his own room so she and her husband can sleep together in their bed and get back yeah. to some lovey-dovey. <laughs> uh-huh. Dr. Armani, she's moving on, moving forward with her divorce. And Jasmine, she hosted this Christmas party at her house, and the ladies were hoping they would get to meet Jasmine's husband, they called him Dr. J because he is a, a doctor, a physician. Mm-hmm. But Jasmine said, now she had this big old Christmas party at this her house. They have a big, beautiful house in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. She said that her husband was upstairs sleeping while she was hosting <laughs> a Christmas party. Boy, that sounds like me right there. I ain't lying. I'll go get a nap on your ass in a minute. I ain't gonna lie to you. And so wait, Tommy, so she, she hired a security team to make sure that the party goers didn't go upstairs at all. That's right. She had a party with a choir <laughs> and everything. A so choir? He, at a a choir. All he slept wow. through all of that. Exactly. They were singing, uh, Ooh, you know, tired. Christmas songs or whatever. Uh-huh. So we did not. That's right. We did not get to see her husband, Him chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, chim. <laughs> Well, gospel inspirational Christmas Okay. Oh, okay. And then we behind Reality the Reality update. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you know how many people want to see this? Here come <laughs> glitter come home, cinnamon come home. You know go. what I'm saying? You don't we... see this, dog? That's my problem with you, you, though. You don't see money like you used to no more. (laughs) He changed. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so Beyonce has officially locked down the trademark to her daughter's name, Blue Ivy Carter. There was a dispute over the intellectual property rights tied to the eight-year-old's name when a Massachusetts wedding planner laid claim to the name. Ultimately, the trademark trial and appeal board sided with Queen Bee over uh, the relatively unknown proprietor of Blue Ivy Events, which was founded before Blue Ivy was even born. The owner's name is Veronica Morales. She was worried about a risk of of, uh, confusion between the two. The board didn't think there was a big risk of folks confusing an event planning business with uh, Blue Ivy Carter, Beyonce's baby. So (laughs) there you have it. Don't mess, no around, get you, don't mess around and get your ass bought out now. <laughs> <laughs> this is an easy fix. Yeah, it was easy. I'm telling you right now, y'all. <laughs> well, Beyonce wants, Beyonce gets, okay? When, you ain't lying. When it Bring the beat in. Child. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bow down to You're going to mess around and piss off that beehive. Okay. <laughs> and beat them through your last damn event. <laughs> Well, when the beehive get upset, you got drama, partner. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. This I is love true. Beyonce, I, love I know. Her. I know. Is they still friends with Kanye? Who? Kim uh, and J and B. J and B. You think they're gonna vote for him, Carl? Why not? Carl, you think they're gonna vote for him? Ain't nobody voting for Kanye. We ain't got no one is voting for Kanye. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now to ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, which is Steve Harvey. Here we go. This one, Steve, is from Corey in Tyler, Texas. Corey says, I'm 20 years old and I have a crush on a female that works with me. She's a year older than I am and she's beautiful. I think she's way out of my league, but my mother keeps telling me to ask her out. I am good at saving money and I want to splurge on a really good date. But with the COVID-19 restrictions, I have no clue what a good date would be. I know you always treat Mrs. Harvey like a queen, but keep in mind that I don't have your budget. Please <laughs> respond no, before I lose the courage that. to ask her out. I love this. Is this the sweetest? It yeah, is so dog. sweet. Yes, he's 20 years old. All right, little soldier, Corey. So listen here, man. The way it has to happen is uh, women love this phrase right here. It's the thought that counts. And key word in that is count. When you ain't got a lot of chips to count, you have to focus very heavily on the thought. Mm. Now, you you this girl that you work with that you got this crush on, I don't know if y'all's going to work, I don't know if y'all working at the Chick-fil-A down at the drive-through. I don't know what his job is, but you can't go nowhere, it's COVID and your money is short. So let's get creative, Corey. What could you do virtually? Could you do a virtual date? Let's say you get a Zoom link and you asked her, excuse me, I would like to take you out just as a friend. When you go to Zoom, you can hit a button that changes your background. Am I right, crew? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Because yes, Junior can. do it all the time. Yeah. Yes. You can, you can do you can a background setting. You yeah. can change yeah. your background, uh-huh. so you mm-hmm. could comedically take her on a world tour. You know, man. So and just have it set up, man, where you go to the 
Golden State Bridge. Then take her over to Niagara Falls Uh and do it all, man, in about Mm -hmm. 15 minutes. Practice it at your house. Get your little backdrops right. Mm -hmm. And then write some nice things. I wish I could take you here or show you this. I was just thinking about you, and this is one of my favorite places I'd like to visit. And maybe one day in the future, if you find it interesting, maybe, maybe we might even could go together. But these are just wow. some things I wanted to share with you. Had a nice time with you tonight. Hey, look, have a great day. I really enjoyed this date. Thank you so much. Ooh, I like nice. it, Steve. Wow. I like that, CLO. Now that, that was, was player, good. Player, that, that was boy. good. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. And yeah. good, Steve. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day on this Thursday. Woo. It's, it's been a Thursday. Woo. <laughs> oh, a yeah. lot going on. Woo, it's a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot. Hang in there, it's everybody. Just... Well, get your president from taking pictures in front of Goya, Goya food Goya products. Foods. In the I like office. Goya until I saw him in front of him. I did. I like Goya. I know, right? What is it? If it's Goya, then you know it's good. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing? Endorsing a product? Yes, that was Ivanka. No, oh. You've never seen a president sit in front of a product, behind a right. product, with his thumbs up grinning. He ain't ever had a can of none of that. Nothing. Right, he's never eaten it. You know that. What rich person you know (laughs) that has some damn Goya canned beans? He's a McDonald's. Well, Goya foods, it's... Yes, it is. I ain't got a problem with that. But what is he sitting behind these cans for at this damn desk? In the middle maybe of a pandemic. Maybe it's make food. Him, right? they're, maybe they're it's make food great again. I don't know. <laughs> they have to be endorsing him. Yes, yeah. the CEO yeah. is. I believe yes, they are. I think and so. putting money in his campaign. Uh-huh. But a lot of members of the Latino community are called calling for a boycott of Goya products. Okay. Oh, because go. of that, huh? Okay, mm-hmm. here we go then. Yeah. Okay. I saw that online. But it does make me hungry, though. What, 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 so what you want, Sherry? Well, you know, I like being... You ain't cook nothing. What you want? Uh, hey, y'all, let's go. I, yes. I want to do these something. closing remarks. All right, here we go, Steve. just talk about this for a minute because, you know, um, as, as we get closer and closer to this election, and I've made a commitment to get uh, the largest African-American turnout in the history of voting. And I want to do it for several reasons. One is because our forefathers died for us to have this very, very important right. And for us to squander this right, it's an insult to our history. It really is, y'all. I mean, it's an insult to our grandparents. I mean, because, man, do you know what they wanted, what they had to go through to even attempt to vote? Do you know how badly they wanted to have a say-so? Well, when you vote, vote gives you a say-so. And you have a say-so that's so important, I keep saying it, that every politician covets the black vote. Now, I've noticed in this election, people who are running for Senate in these other things, 
they use the thing of how proud they are of Donald Trump and how much they support Trump because they are appealing to the same base that he is. Well, his base is not African-Americans or Latinos. We clearly understand that. But if that's not the base, then do they even care about any other vote? Or have they already assumed that they've done enough in terms of voter suppression to stop us from voting. This last election in Atlanta, they had reduced, they had taken so many polling places, shut them down and condensed them into one, that all of a sudden it took five, six hours to vote, which will discourage you from voting the next time. Well, guess when the next one is? It's the big one in November. But we're going to be prepared for that because of this great thing that our ancestors and our our generations before fought for, we have a right to have a say-so. Now, I do agree with Shannon Sharp, who I heard the other day, people were joking about it, but he made a lot of sense. We can't get distracted. And right now, the distraction is in full blast. The president sitting behind the desk with canned goods, endorsing a product when I clearly have never seen another president do that. We got distracted and Shannon Sharp is right with the uh, Jada Pickett red red tabletop whatever that was interview. That's a distraction. Kanye running for president is a distraction. The new Nick Cannon thing it's a distraction. All of this stuff man that we allow to become so important and such a part of our talking that it causes us to lose focus. We got to stay focused here, y'all, because the real deal is happening in front of our eyes right now. The unthinkable can occur. You cannot handle four more years of this man being president. Let me explain something to y'all. You think some stuff has come out of his mouth that you found to be unacceptable and shocking? This is being said behind the guise that there is a re-election coming. Well, if he wins another term, there will be no re-election. What statements will he be making then? What policies will he pass then? Who will he ban then? How many more DACA programs he gonna get rid of? How high will the wall be the last four years? How many divisive statements will he make on his way out when he don't care? Remember, this is the same president that said Barack Obama wasn't a U.S. citizen, that he don't have a birth certificate. This is the same guy that declared the guilt of those five African-American boys in that trial of the Central Park trial. And he still has yet to apologize for that. If this man is in for four more years, he is going to unleash some fury on this country that we may not recover from racially, economically, and divisively. And I don't think we can stand four more years. We've got to show up at the polls and show him that black lives do matter because we vote, period. Those are my closing remarks. All right, now. Every day. Drop the mic,
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 